0: Today's episode will be about Marvel's What If, and I will be continuing right where I left off at episode 2, which was What If T'Challa Became a Star-Lord, which I want to start with that, because a Star-Lord? Does that mean there are a lot of other Star-Lords out there? Because if so, I want to know their stories, like, (laughs) like Law & Order intro, these are the Star-Lords, and this is their story. Dun dun! Just give me something like that. Give me what if, who's the Star-Lord today? Like, what if Tony Stark became Star-Lord? Which, he'd just be the same person, but with space tech instead of rich tech. But, hey, whatever. Um, Now, starting off the episode, I'd like to give another shout-out to Jake over at Broken Diamond Design. He is the one who made the sick logo for the pod, and his Facebook, Instagram, and webpage has album art, posters, and branding that he designed. And I will post the link tree in the episode description. Go check it out his stuff, guys. I promise you will find something you think is sick. They're all very, very cool. I'm going to be frank, guys. This episode was probably the funniest Marvel property I've watched yet. Like, I won't get too far ahead of myself because I kind of want to have a flow from the beginning to the end. But, I don't know. I think there was a lot more in this episode than the last one. Like, this episode was so good. Um... And just in case, I will give a disclaimer with this episode, it crossed over with a lot of the current Marvel Universe and changed things that spanned over like four or five movies. So there will be spoilers for at least Guardians of the Galaxy movies and some of the Endgame story arc, so continue at your own spoiler-free bisque. Now, later on, we do find that the big butterfly flap that changes this episode was basically instead of Yondu going to pick up Ego's son, he sends out James Gunn and, I think, Taserface, but I'm not sure, from the second movie. And uh, instead of getting Peter Quill, their tracking device that was apparently looking for extraterrestrial forces, I don't know, maybe space has special germs or, like, special radiation, but their tracking device was looking for space stuff, And it locks onto the vibranium under Wakanda. And then they come pick up T'Challa because he ran away and they apparently can't recognize faces. Which I'll get to that later because that was actually funny as fuck. But uh, the fact that they made Star-Lord as T'Challa so much better than Peter Quill from literally the very first scene he's in... Was pretty funny, I liked that, and I I really like how they're using these what-if episodes to flex their writing muscles, like, I'd honestly like them to get crazy as hell, like, what if Captain America froze to death or something, like, something that is so vital to the entire course of the universe in this series, like... Iron Man die in the cave, and there be no superhero whatsoever. Like, how does that change shit? Like, Civil War wouldn't happen. Endgame wouldn't happen the same way. Like, I want to see that, but I understand why that'd be too much for him. Um, now, the opening scene of Guardians of the Galaxy with the montage music video was so iconic, and it was, it was amazing, but, like, That little fanboy moment with Korath, which I honestly had to look that up, plus their badass fight, like, I think that's pretty tough competition. I mean, I honestly went back and looked it up, the original one, just because I had to watch it, and they were still pretty close, like, I don't know, I liked that. But uh, it's also pretty cool that T'Challa is better at the hand-to-hand combat stuff, where... Peter Quill was, like, using his tools for all this because, I mean, he was pr- he was probably getting some hand-to-hand combat training from Baba, teaching him wax on, wax off for Black Panther future shit. So, I mean, that was, that was solid. And a little tangent, guys. When I was watching the uh, original m- music scene, the next video in the autoplay was the... Quicksilver sweet dream scene in Days of Future Past and oh, that might have to be one of my movie reviews because that was hot, hot, hot. Um, Now, one of the things I was talking about with the comedy in this episode, guys, there are two pretty damn funny scenes pretty close, like Cha-Cha, which, I mean, that's the easiest name out of the ten that I could call him for this, carrying Korath out over his shoulder because he had, quote, Hired less. I think that's a pretty good cross between what we've seen of the T'Challa in the movies and the real Star-Lord with like his goodwill but also like the goofiness. Um, and then after a short conversation with them there's a whole my favorite scene in the whole show. Yandu was so pissed at James Gunn and Taserface because they were supposed to bring back Peter Quill He had a picture of Peter Quill, and then they fucking brought back T'Challa and James Gunn. It's like, no, 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 no. See, he's got two ear holes, two say holes, two ear holes, and one eat hole. Like, (laughs) oh, man. That had me dying, dude. I mean, it. They all have ears, eyes, and noses. Like, I don't know. That was so funny. It was stupid, but it got me. I'll admit it. And I love how in this version it doesn't seem like Yondu is like the evil dad who's going to try to eat him. He But he seems like the cool uncle that just doesn't give a fuck. And I want to see some of the stories that they did throughout the years growing up. Because I think that'd be funny as shit. Because it'd be like classic growing up stories. But there'd be the twist that he's like the drunk horny uncle. And T'Challa is like this innocent nice guy. And then like... He's so nice that he even talk no Jutsu's Thanos into not ending the universe. And it's like, wait, hold up. Are T'Challa and Yandu the Naruto and Jiraiya of this universe? Well, that universe? Because it'd basically be the same thing. Like they'd be going places, peeping at chicks, training, getting stronger. So, that's my headcanon. That's who they are. Um, But, I just... The whole Thanos reallocating resources to save the universe, and then everybody just talking shit like, man, that sounds like genocide. That... (laughs) Uh, And then he's like, no, it's not genocide, dude. It's random. Like, that was funny. And... Then the bar scene with Drax being the bartender, wanting to send a picture to his family, so that confirms that he saved their family. Like, that's kind of heart wrenching. But then they follow up with fucking Babe Nebula, because she's entirely different from the movie. But she comes back, and like, they were talking about Wakanda being destroyed, which. eh, Spoiler for the later episode, end of the episode. I thought it was funny because I was pretty suspicious of that. I wrote underneath in my notes, that sounds sus. Like, <laughs> so the fact that it ended up being different, I thought that was kind of funny. And then one of the funniest differences that I, <laughs> I thought was funny was that Cha-Cha wanted to convince Thanos and Nebula to go to counseling. And personally, I just pictured that counseling scene kind of set up like... uh like a sitcom one where there's the therapist on one side and then those two are on the, there's like a little small white couch, but Thanos is huge, so Thanos has taken up most of it and Nebula's just kind of like squished into the side and uh, the, the therapist is just asking Nebula, so Nebula, why is it you hate your father? Well, he pulled me apart all over and put me back together again as I was growing up. And the therapist is, oh, yes, I understand. So, he, metaphorically, he just, everything you wanted to be, he pulled that away from you. And forced you to be who he wanted you to be. Ah no, no, I was literally in, like, a hundred pieces probably a thousand times in my life. He used it because I wasn't as good as my sister. Uh, Oh, um, and Thanos, um... Why did you treat Nebula so wrong? Well, sorry, young little one. She just wasn't as good as her sister. (laughs) Fuck, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, that was holy shit. That was way longer than I thought it was going to be. I'm sorry. Uh, Shit, Uh, I really wish I knew more about Howard the Duck because they keep putting him in as an Easter egg and it seems so funny, but I just don't get it. Like, I want to get it, I just don't. Um, And I'm pretty sure T'Challa calls him dude, which was pretty funny and wild. I could never imagine Black Panther saying dude, but they kind of made it seem in character for him, so I'll I'll accept it. And then, with that whole heartfelt message from T'Chaka to uh, T'Challa from the stolen spaceship from the Wakandans, I wrote in my notes, if T'Chaka ends up dead, I'm going to be pissed. Because that was just... That would have sucked man he had to see his dad um and before i talk about that edge up to the climax in that fight i just want to talk about their comedic writing with the whole how dare you double cross my best friend line by korath like that took me back to the line by thor and ragnarok with the whole i know him from work (laughs) but uh the start of the fight with the collector guys i had to pause and look at all the weapons in that case and I honestly, I was hoping I could recognize a few more, but I mean, I for sure saw Cap's shield. Um, in, wow, Mjolnir. Uh, he had Hel- Hellas Helmet, obviously, and I think that Dark Matter dagger was also used by Loki a few times, but I'm only like 43% sure, so don't listen to me on that one. Um, and I think most of the bigger ones on the end were just Thanos's or the ones like Thor used in Ragnarok or i think one of them might have been one of the aliens in the avengers but i don't know they could have just been random cool weapons um and all right if we don't start seeing edgy guys getting i'm not crazy i'm mad tattooed on them somewhere in reference to that sick thanos squad wipe like i don't know that's i'll be surprised i guess but yeah that line was fire he he hit it um And I don't know if the word sweet was just ruined for me by Chris Watts' psycho ass, but the collector saying sweet like Chris did when Yandu showed up made him seem unhinged as fuck, guys. Like, that was wild. And then the conclusion of the climax hit my soul. like, Like pumpkin spice for a white girl, but that percussive therapy like Thanos and Nebula used and then they were homies again. That was cute as fuck. Um, and then they come in with that sick-ass move, the Sticky Fingers. Like, this show, the 30-minute fucking Marvel cartoon, had no right to have such a clean move for the finisher. Like, the fucking pull... It was basically fucking the way they have defeated Thanos in the movie, but it was sick the way they pulled that off. And then uh, to wrap up, like a nice little Christmas bow... They get the Collector, he's murked, he's fucked up by all his prisoners, so that was nice. And then Cha-Cha gets away on the Wakandan ship and has a cute, heart-wrenching reunion with his father, so that was cool as fuck. I think this episode is like a 9 out of 10, guys. Like, the only things I want to know is, where the fuck was Gamora? She, she should have been in here. And, like, I want to see the rest of Peter Quill's story, because... He ends up getting met up with Ego at the end of the movie. and I think that'd be cool without all the superhero shit that he's done in the first movie. And I don't know. I think that'd be cool. Um, I guess this is the end of the road, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, this one's a little longer than the first episode. But as of right now, I don't have anything to discuss from you guys. So, if you enjoyed this, and I mean, I I think it is better than the first episode, go on over to my Instagram at Entertainment Vehicle, or my Twitter at Entertain Vehicle. Just Entertain Vehicle without the E. I couldn't get Entertainment Vehicle. And just give me something. Give a statement about the show, a question, a suggestion, anything. And uh, if you don't have either of those, then the five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I will read the five-star reviews out on the show, like answer questions or just respond. Um, With that being said, guys, thank you again for listening to the second episode. Bye.